0: What the fuck is up you guys? Just we're taking an adventure today. I truly do not know what is gonna happen. Um here's where I'm at. Okay. Just me. Um I'm like I'm leaving in oh god, a short amount of time, like six hours I have to be at the airport. No, I'm waking up to leave at the airport in like seven ish hours. I have a flight at 6 a.m. I'm going to Vermont. I've never been to Vermont. I'll get to that later. Um, Let's put a pin in Vermont, guys. Uh, So, where am I at? Okay, friggin' holidays. Uh, Family times. Good times. Bad times. All the times. Uh, Everyone is great, but, you know, family's a lot. That's a common experience. Anyways... <clears throat> so basically i'm low on heart points you know because i spent them uh but then i also got fueled up in other ways from other parts of my life uh and also there were some like nice nourishing moments and hardening moments with my family as well uh <sighs> um fucking okay so yeah so that's definitely just like my, so my brain is tired and I've just been, like, thinking so much lately. Uh, and there's just been, like, so much happening, like, good and bad, but just, like, oh, so much information. And I'm, like, a very, like, love to friggin' think about stuff and process it and whatever. And I know that I have to. I know there's emotional s- stuff that I need to, like, let pass through me. Uh, or it's just going to sit and fester and become uh, a weed or something in my heart. <laughs> Speaking of weed... I also had some CBD today, which is like weed, but not weed. Uh, and uh, it's like, because <clears throat> I was like dating this girl who's like working for Ease, uh, which is like the mm, uh, medical marijuana uh, delivery company. I don't know if it's medical. I think it's recreational as well. Uh, <laughs> but they, it's like uh, they deliver it to you. Anyways, so she uh, had all this weed stuff on her. Uh, that she got at, like, a weed conference, and, uh, she gave me some, very nice, kind, generous person, uh, I'm not, we're not still dating, we, like, went on a few dates, and it was nice and cool, but, like, ultimately, we're like, let's just be friends, and, like, she's a great person, um, anyway, she gave me the CBD oil, uh, and, uh, because when I smoke weed, I get too high and I get in my head and I'm like, I'm having fun, question mark. And I'm like telling, I like, you know, get home from a party and I'm like, I did talk too much. Does everybody hate me? Uh, so, because sometimes, you know, and I, I feel like I talked about weed on the metal in Hamilton episode for anyone who listened to that. It's like, I'm not against it. I'm with it. I feel like I'm pretty stonery as a person. I was in the back of an Uber today driving to a Toyota dealership uh, because I was my, my car is getting some work done on it. And uh, the guy's like, oh, what kind of car do you have? Which is just a weird question to be asked um, in just the world that I live in. I feel like no one's like, what, what car are you driving, dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, not opposed to that question, but it's it's definitely like a question I don't I can't remember being asked that question in a while or ever. Uh, anyways, and I was like, oh, it's a RAV4. Uh, and he was like, huh. I pegged you for a Prius guy, and I just was cackling forever. And he's like, he's like, I didn't mean that in an offensive way. I was like, no, 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 you nailed it. <laughs> I feel like a Prius is very on brand for me. Uh, I probably would be in a Prius if I didn't need all that trunk space for drums and friggin' guitars because I shred every day of my life. Anyways, had some CBD today. I eyeballed the rest of the container. They have a measure eyedropper thing. They tell you exactly how much to take. They say, this is a little, this is a medium, this is a lot. They didn't say it like that. They said it better like that. So they got the freaking ratio of CBD to THC on there. Like, I had all of the tools that I needed to make an informed decision. (coughs) So maybe I was feeling a little wild today. Or maybe I truly underestimated it. But... I friggin just like took the rest of the oil and just uh, just drank it out of the thing. You know, there was I thought there was one serving left, one of the like medium to heavy doses. I think I did more than that. <laughs> Basically, I think there was enough THC in there to get like stoned. You know, I'm not talking like debilitating and like anything or like I need to like like I feel. Like I'm having a bad time, but I was definitely like <laughs> my, so my brain was so tired, but I've also like been alone the last couple of days cause it was like family times. And then I needed to like decompress from that. And then I'm about to go on this like trip with other people. So I just like need some alone time, but I also had a lot of work to do. So I've just been like sitting alone on my laptop, like trying to book this Nova darling store. Cause then my band's going on tour, which is very exciting. Um, but <laughs> uh, fucking fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, see, okay <laughs> This podcast so far is a microcosm for like the kind of <laughs> This is where I'm at It's been out for the last couple of days But today has been like a very like It was like a chill, busy day And I, uh, my lovely uh, friend Sarah uh, Was here And uh, we're in a band, the Nova Darlings And we were like preparing for the tour So we are just like counting merch And doing some like (sighs) planning and stuff and, uh, emails and shit. Anyways, we got work done. It was cool. (laughs) But I was also like, Oh my God, another person. And like Sarah and I both love to talk and to listen. And, uh, I really enjoy my conversations with her. She was on this podcast. Um, (sighs) So it was really great seeing her. But I, I felt this like frantic energy of like a person like, you know, like a dog when uh, <laughs> when a fucking uh, person gets home after work and the dog's like, huh. I'm like, I'm annoying myself right now. So can't imagine what this is like for you. This is what you want from your podcasts, right? <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> That's my go-to That's my my fallback as a person You know, I'm feeling vulnerable right now So I've kind of been like Confessing (laughs) to every person that I see Like, just so you know, I'm in this weird state Um Cause I had like things to do I had to go to the car dealership And then I got a haircut And I was talking to Uber people Because Uh, my car's at the car shop At the car store Um Holy pizza pie gods. So basically, I've been using my heart and my mind a lot recently. And they're fried. Um, And I'm in need of some rejuvenation. But I'm also standing, you know? Like, went through some shit <clears throat> that, you know, I don't, like, part of the reason, I feel like this podcast is an experiment in uh honesty and uh and uh diving into the subjective in ways that I hope offer some sort of insight or entertainment or relief or you know, commiseration or any just sort of like Oh yeah, I also had that thought or like didn't have that thought, but that was interesting or funny or fun or fucking weird. Anyways, trying to cultivate some sort of experience (coughs) for others (coughs) and I think I've been on both sides of the line in art (coughs) of sharing and like I'm a big fan of therapy and I'm like very much like talking about my feelings all the time and I'm definitely one to overshare um but then sometimes I don't share because I'm afraid but sometimes like truth is complicated you know like uh timing is a big part of it and kindness and relevance and just unloading on someone every single thought you've ever had about them as a person is like maybe can sometimes like brutal honesty like sometimes that's like really selfish and not useful so something I talk about with my therapist a lot is like trying to be rigorous with your honesty and perhaps even radical but not reckless and so there have definitely been times probably on this podcast <laughs> where I've been recklessly honest. And part of that is like it's my brand, ha, <laughs> And it's like fun to do that. but it's also a little like selfish. and so I'm always questioning. I feel like I, I, feel, I feel like I arrived uh, like comfortably in the last like couple years on a place with it. But it is like a thing. It's like, okay, do I not want to share this because it's personal and I'm afraid. <laughs> Or do I not want to share it because, uh, it's not useful to anyone else, you know? And as a storyteller, uh, they tell you never let reality get in the way of truth, which I find fascinating, which seems paradoxical. And, uh, so, you know, it's like, I don't know, like if you're, (laughs) things don't need to be one for one details from your actual life, if you're writing, like, fiction can contain truth about life for others, and, like, if you're, you know, shoehorning concrete details from your little experience in there in an unskillful way, that can dilute the truth for someone else, or, like, you can bleed on the page, and it can just be like, oh... (laughs) okay like I'm sorry that you went through that and I like have empathy for you as a person but like that wasn't like a transcendent artistic experience that I got anything out of you know you know (laughs) like I don't know it's it's I feel like there's so many podcasts in particular experiments in in truth and honesty and and the Duncan Trussell family hour and this feels terrible with Aaron McGathy, um who are both like uh pioneers in my mind emotionally and I love the way that they <laughs> experience the world and, and and relay it. And I learn from them so much in listening to their thoughts and conversations. And so I'm very much, uh, they're, they're heroes of mine in that regard. Um, Aaron McArthur is on this podcast, host of This Feels Terrible. Incredible person, incredible podcast. Um... <sighs> basic yeah because it's like and she said something I forget if this was in conversation or she said it on the podcast but she was saying like you know I'm not a fan of art for therapy and I think that's like so true it's so tempting and I feel like as a reaction to the world telling you the only appropriate feeling is like happiness (laughs) and if you're feeling anything else you should feel not only that feeling but also shame about that feeling you know And so I feel like a lot of times we then start worshipping our sadness (laughs) and we get very attached to it, you know? And we we get, like, really caught up in, like, branding ourselves (laughs) as, like, I'm a sad boy, I'm a sad girl, this this is a freaking sad, everything is sad and it's cool because it's sad. And, like, yes, maybe that's, like, a shorthand for, like, Hey, like, I have depression, and I think we should talk about it more, and I want to kind of, like, push the envelope a little bit, and try to, like, start more conversations about mental health, or, like, talk about things that, yeah, maybe they're a little awkward to talk about, but, like, are useful and helpful to talk about, because they make people feel less alone, potentially, you know? But then, sometimes it's like, (sighs) yeah, but, okay, (laughs) but... If it's reckless, like if I was just to read my texts between me and my mother right now, you know, that could be not cool. You know, one, because it's like, I did not ask her if I could do that, you know, and two, it's like, there's some like, I'm not going to go into like, I I, I like to talk abstractly and sometimes specifically about things with people, but it's like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) there's a Jeff Tweedy song on his new record that just came out called Some Birds uh, is the name of the song on the record the record's called Warm and the song is uh, the lyric is any fool can tell the truth and it's just like yeah dude like bleeding is easy (laughs) you know like sometimes it's hard to share and sometimes you're scared to share but like just because you're you overcome that fear doesn't mean what you're then choosing to share is useful Uh, or transcendent and I feel like when it comes to this sort of, you know, brand of, uh, making of things. I think Mike Rubiglia and Pete Holmes talk about this in like one of their, I think it's, I think I know exactly which episode it's Mike Rubiglia number three on the Pete Holmes podcast. But I think Pete, Mike Mike Rubiglia maybe is like, I I don't know what the big one is about his like thing right now. But he was talking about, he's like, the next thing I'm going to make, I don't know if it was, like, the next movie, so maybe he is a different thing. But he was talking about he wanted to explore the idea of, like, what if you bleed on the page and, like, no one cares, (laughs) you know? Because it's like, yeah, that is my whole heart, you know? Like, if I were to talk to you about, like, you know, if I were to, like, go through in detail (laughs) all of my feelings about, like, certain breakups in my life. That would be wild, you know? And it's like, I definitely do talk about relationships a shit ton on this podcast. I've had ex-girlfriends of mine come on this podcast and we've like rehashed some shit in like a, it was like a fun way, but it was definitely like, whoa, (laughs) like we haven't talked about this and we're talking about it into microphones. Like, you know, and that's like, I think that's like beautiful and cool, um, but there are definitely certain people that I wouldn't want to have those types of conversations on this podcast with like, cause I, that would be like exploited and <laughs> weird and like strange, you know? And like, there are definitely sometimes on podcasts where I'm like, there is like a voyeuristic part of me that it is interested in this, but a little part of me is like, <sighs> is this irresponsible how you're handling the situation? You know? Um, And like, i used to like when i started the podcast i was dating this different girl also a very lovely person um and she was saying like you have a podcast mode that you go into and i like at the time i was like bummed out by that because i was like are my podcast is supposed to be like a normal conversation and there's no difference between the normal conversation and yeah sometimes like you know (laughs) like this type of podcast that I'm that I'm doing is like there's many in the genre (coughs) by no means the first to do it Uh, but there's a lot in the genre that just feel like you're just like fly on the wall to like a dope conversation you know between two people just like sitting in a car or sitting at a bar (coughs) or uh, sitting on the no I couldn't think of a third rhyme didn't try to rhyme I'm winded from walking around my room (laughs) and talking (laughs) Um, but I didn't even want to leave you guys hanging this week And uh, <laughs> I'm in less than stellar mental shape But I thought it could be fun uh, I'm digging it, we're in it You know, we're like, uh, yeah, we're in, we're into it guys uh, If you're still with me, I love you um, <laughs> If you're not still with me I want your love even more um, Gosh, what was like my whole fucking train of thought <sighs> Bleeding is easy, any fool can tell the truth oh yeah, you know, so it's like, I I like to explore, and sometimes, like, things will be too real, like, this podcast is not for everyone, a lot of people will be like, whoa, did not need to know that, was not looking for that, was just looking for a fun escape, and some silly, you know, improv, (coughs) shit rap, (laughs) you know, and like, and a goofy story or two, and was not prepared for you to, like, unload some, like, serious hard stuff that you're working through. But it's also, it's like, okay, I do have the right to tell my stories and I do have a right to share my experience, you know, <clears throat> but yeah, it's like there are certain things that are like unwise to discuss. So that's basically the the thing I wrestle with when it comes to this podcast. And when I did the first episode with Jack DeMeo, I had to cut a lot out of it because we ended up talking a lot about a breakup that I was going through that I talk about in that episode, but I cut around a lot of it because it, it, it became like a... It was a useful conversation between two friends, but I felt like if I were to share it, it would be unfair to the person because I wouldn't be like... It was just like... You know, it was a conversation I needed to have, but it was not a it was not useful to anyone else, you know, and maybe it would have been interesting to one person, but it would also have been mean to, we weren't like talking shit, but it would have been like, uh, just like gossipy or something, you know, and like, I don't, the last thing I'm trying to do on this podcast is (laughs) fucking gossip, you know, and so sometimes like after the conversations, like, someone will like have said something in the moment cause we'll kind of get like lost in it or whatever and they'll be driving home and they'll be like ooh I actually don't want this piece of information on the internet uh and a lot of people are like <coughs> super vulnerable and super bold and like or like you know like there's been a lot of episodes where people like sh- share some like heavy shit and like I'm always down to go there and I feel like as the host of the show <coughs> I don't want to force that on people and be like, let's get real. Cause like fucking not everyone's trying to go there all the time. And as I think, I think a little thing that I was addicted to for a while of like, I'm the guy that's fucking asks the heavy questions. That's like, okay, fucking cool. But I also respect people's boundaries, you know? Cause like, I think some people that are able to walk in those waters feel like they have the right to, you know, and I had a teacher that made me cry one time because he was asking me too many personal questions. And it was like our writing class. It was a creative class. And so I think it was like an empathic misfire is how my therapist described it at the time where he was like just asking me questions. And I, I sort of was like clearly upset and clearly dodging his questions. But it was also like me saying like, hey, dude, I don't really have it in me for this right now. And he kind of kept pushing until I broke. And uh, it was a bummer. I did not... I mean, I was also, like, mad depressed at the time and not taking great care of myself. And, uh, you know, I was walking around super raw all the time. But there's also... There's a lot of great stuff happening in my life, you know? My times are usually so complicated. They're very rarely, like, all good or all bad. (laughs) But anyways, you don't have the right... Just because you like to talk about intimate things doesn't give you the right to at all times you know <clears throat> and so on this podcast I like try to give people space you know and to like I like to sort of offer different paths and, and nudge the ship a little bit and it's like a dance for sure and I you know but I, the fact that it's a podcast somet like sometimes it allows me to go deeper with the person because they're like you know the the conceit that it's a show allows us to maybe go deeper than we would if we were just meeting for the first time. Um, just like, let's have a cup of coffee. It's like maybe we're not only interested in ingesting hot beans, (laughs) you know, like maybe we want to get to know each other a little bit. And so it's a great device for that. Um, but what's happened on a couple of times with like people that either like we had to, put down the microphones and just have a real conversation and uh, or like um, uh, or come back and do another episode. Um, There's been a couple of times where it's like, oh, (laughs) what's more important to make this person feel comfortable or the things that we're talking about is like Uh, it's like, Ooh, this is not for microphones, (laughs) you know? And, uh, there've been times where it's, and I like to think that in the moment I'm able to respond wisely. And I think doing this podcast has been a great practice in learning how to listen better and respond better to conversations and how to give people that space and, and when to sit in the silence and when to you know, take a chance and like kind of get better at that sort of <laughs> at that dance, you know, when to be like, I want to know about this and I'm going to give it, but like, you know, also giving people this sp- fit anyway. So I, I like to think that I'm sharpening those skills but also like I'm down to be, I'm down, like I, I, I don't, people always say like, I hate small talk, you know, like I'm fucking real as fuck. Like I only like to talk about real shit, you know? And it's like, I love small talk, you know? I feel like a lot of podcasts are just small talk, but I feel like my favorite podcasts and what I try to do with this podcast is go from small talk to big talk, you know? Uh, and there are some times where I, someone make me in the, like, Tyler McLean is a great example, episode three, where, like, he came in, and we just started talking about, like, religion, and, like, relationships, and, like, we just very quickly started talking about ideas in a really cool way, not in, like, a, let's debate, and, like, a, oh, man, let's, let's, let's share some thoughts kind of way that I thought was, like, so cool, and he, he, I knew him from improv comedy, so I thought we were gonna be doing bits, and, being goofballs the whole time and it was like a very quiet uh, exchange you know and I and I loved it but you know I, I I almost was walking in there with like my preconceived notion of what the conversation should be and so this podcast like the fact that it's freeform allows it to get to these all these interesting like I didn't know I was going to talk about like the Bible with Tyler McLean for a while but like we talked about the Bible and it was cool you know <clears throat> Like we don't have the same ideological background, but it was like a respectful, cool conversation. And I think we were both curious about each other's thoughts and it was like, uh, super insightful And he's someone who like, I love and respect and want to know all his thoughts on everything. Um, but then there are other people where it's like, when I talked to Aaron McGathey, it was like, Oh boy, like this is a person who's like, this is a very rare opportunity that she's given me as a gift and <clears throat> there are so many things that as, I guess, I don't want, like, because I'm not a journalist. <laughs> no one thought I was. <laughs> but when you're interviewing people all the time in this capacity, sometimes you try to think like a journalist or like, I don't know. like It's like, okay, how do I sort of impartially find this truth and express it or like ask the right question or something like that you know and I respect journalists and I love journalists and I think in another life I would want to be a journalist for sure um or maybe this one takes a wild turn but uh I love the subjective and so Aaron McGathy, like <laughs> during that episode I was kind of like you know going back and like she was throwing out you know all these like fun things you know she like if we were jamming or something like that like she was she had all these fun riffs and i was kind of like as opposed to like yes ending her riffs you know improv music same shit you know uh i was like i kind of do want to play this one song (laughs) and then i want you to take a solo (laughs) and like And then I, you know, we definitely found some interesting moments. But, like, there were some questions that I really was curious about the specific answers to. Not, like, where were you? (laughs) But, uh, I mean, yeah, just, like, listening to her podcast for years and sort of her experience as a podcaster. And also, like, doing a podcast and so just, like, talking to her about podcasts and being, like, how do you feel about truth and art? (laughs) And, like, I, like, had a lot of thoughts that uh, I knew she would understand where I was coming from or have insight on and uh yeah i mean she was also like had this like relationship and marriage and divorce all on podcasts and she podcasted through it and it seemed like a like a wild experience and so i like wanted to talk to her about that and she was like very open and gracious <clears throat> and talked about that experience in this really human way in ways that she's also talked about on her own podcast but it, it was also just, like, things that as a uh, someone witnessing those podcasts, I was like, I have, you know, questions. Um, just curiously, like, that would be, like, so strange and specific to go through. <clears throat> and so I wanted to get there. And we did get there. But it was also, like, we only had a limited amount of time. And so I would love to, like, you know, maybe one day in the future we can just do a freaking anything, you know, like just blank canvas episode where it's like, let's show up and we can really like, you know, just jam, (laughs) you know, which I don't know if you guys know, I freaking shred on the guitar, like that's kind of what I meant. But you know, yeah. Walking in with no, nothing in your back pocket is exciting. Sometimes it's lazy, (laughs) but also, I mean, like that's kind of part of the, so (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm always asking myself that question, too, with this podcast. It's like, oh, is, that, is this lazy? Or, like, how do I turn lazy into interesting? <laughs> and part of that is, like, being vulnerable and shit like that. But then there are times where you're, like, being vulnerable. And it's, like, not cool, <laughs> you know? Like, over the holidays, if, you're, if you are to tell, if I was to sit down with my, like, family and tell them all the thoughts i have and exactly specifically who i am as a person on every single issue politically whatever share my whole identity um that could be exhausting <laughs> you know i don't know where i'm at i don't know where they're at i don't know like what they need to know you know and it's like i i am honest with them and i do feel like i i'm getting better at as i'm learning more about myself, like being more myself and sticking up for parts of myself and letting certain, par- letting them see certain parts of myself. And it's also like, I don't know how interested they are in seeing all these parts of myself, you know? And so that's definitely like a quest. Um, fricking, uh, basically <sighs> truth is, is more complicated than just like saying what you're thinking all the time and i th- there's also been personal stuff where there was a time where i worshipped like <laughs> just my own thoughts too much and i very much unskillfully just like told some people what i was thinking and really damaged some relationships and like caused like some legitimate pain to people that I cared about and do care about, um, and those people I am not friends with anymore, um, and it hurts, and it hurts because that, that was me, you know, that made those choices to say those things, um, and that sucks, (laughs) it sucks to sit with that and be like, word like that like the only thing I can offer this person at this point sometimes is space and sometimes like pouring your whole heart on the table isn't the answer (laughs) you know sometimes you do that and someone's like okay I'm still going I'm still walking this way and you're going that way you know and sometimes you're like this is in my head like therefore it's valid like to say and it's like no, dude, that's <laughs> no, uh, fucked up to say. Um, and some stuff it's like, okay, yeah, maybe that is okay sometimes to say to some people in certain contexts, but like, damn, dude, it's not a hard and fast, like, every single thought in your head is useful or interesting. Um, so I'm learning, you know, and so part of that is allowing myself to make mistakes which is hard. And part of it is also moving on, which is very hard, which is very hard for me. And like a lot of times I would, I would literally physically as a kid pick at scabs. Um, I also did like, you know, have issues with self harm and stuff like that. But I think picking at the scab was this like weird way to like, part of me is also like very fascinated with like the inside of my body <laughs> and so I think there was something that was like morbidly fascinating about uh, seeing like oh fuck I'm just this like weird constellation of cells and like I'm loosely like just held together by all these different structures and that sometimes the inside of me comes out and it's like part of me would kind of just and then there was a part of it that was like oh, I want to see how much pain I can take <laughs> And it's tough because these physical things like became emotional things later, where it's just like, oh, I want to. Like sometimes I will. And this is what happened later. So basically, I picked at the scabs, and what would have been like a regular cut is now a a big scar, on my arm, and like I have a bunch of little scars, that some of them are like scars because they scars, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, uh, this one on my hand that I have from trying to use a kitchen knife to. Uh, set up the rock band drums. A dumb idea. But <laughs> I was like, this doesn't fit in here because there's a plastic ring on it. What if I cut the plastic ring off? Slip. Accidentally, like, nick my, uh, like, the base of my palm on the inside. Um, when you say <laughs> I cut my wrist, it sounds like you're suicidal. And uh, I did do that but this was not that time and it's not like in that sort of iconic uh slit your wrist location <laughs> um see this is the stuff where it's like oh like I, I do feel like it's okay to talk about self-harm especially you know 35 minutes into like <laughs> at this point if that if that really <laughs> you know uh like caught you incredibly off guard I mean not, I don't know if that was surprising for you or whatever but like I like to think that at this point with either if this is your first episode or if this is like you're a regular listener you you kind of like you know it's that like that is my truth to share and that's something that I have shame about and that other people go through and that when I talk about it in real life it's usually like positive you know um but sometimes I I unearth things from the depths and I fucking you know I resurface shit that no one else no one else is bringing up to me no one is saying hey it's me from the past you gotta answer for this I'm the only, sometimes people do that and sometimes I'm like please move on <laughs> and then I'm also been on the flip side of that of being like especially like in this particular case where I, these people that I've hurt I've like brought this I like recently resurfaced this stuff in my own life and I was like can we revisit this i am so sorry and basically just like was trying to was seeking uh absolution you know and for people that were just trying to move on from shit and uh because that's you know who i am and part of it's like yeah like (laughs) i don't know when, when friendships end for reasons that you like you're like oh I showed them truly who I was and then they decided they don't like that person and then they left that is like okay if you ever like oh I stood up for what I believed in but it's another thing when you say some something dumb <laughs> and then you uh, hurt someone's feelings and then that is the source of the rift because it's like oh I didn't need to say that I'm not proud of the fact that I said that anyways all the, the point is to <laughs> be saying it's like there's you know this shit that happened so long ago, I've been beating myself up about it for so long and in a very unskillful way and i I had a cerebral thought as it was happening. I was like, okay, <laughs> the work the quest is how to sit with guilt and shame and work with them skillfully because they're pretty useless emotions." <laughs> You know, like it's, I, I, I guess it's, you know, if you feel ashamed about not voting, it's like, cool, go vote, <laughs> you know, great. Like maybe that's a little useful, but even sometimes that can just be a bummer for people. I don't know. I think that is maybe a positive use of shame. <laughs> like guys, if you don't vote, please vote. Just like fucking take five seconds and tr- figure it out. Um, so many people want to vote and can't, Ah. Uh, um, anyways, no elections coming up. <laughs> I don't think, um, Okay. 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 Um. So what happened was I, I was having like kind of a stable time in my life, and I think part of me, either like a self hatred or a self destruction, or maybe the part of me that drank all the CBD today that was just like fuck it, <laughs> you know, like let's see what happens, let's roll the dice a little bit, and maybe I went looking for trouble, and I think I started picking at some emotional wounds. And, uh, making them into, like digging them up myself in, in situations where there was nothing left to be done in the first place and all that I'm, the net result of all that I'm doing is just digging these, you know, just like clawing into my own forearm and just, uh, just, just turning scabs into scars, you know, and it's tough when the service... that, like, what your apology, your amends can be to another, or needs to be (laughs) to another person and for yourself, when, like, the the path forward is leave this person alone, you know, don't make your guilt their problem (laughs) and don't, you know, fucking crucify yourself every day you know like that's not skillful like you've you've thought about it you've learned like you've 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 realized the mistakes you've made you've moved past it you don't need to prove that to (laughs) the people you hurt you want to your ego wants that your ego wants to run around to everyone in the town and say no 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 please (laughs) please forgive me and the self-conscious narcissist is like assuming that <laughs> there are these like town hall meetings with all your friends except for you where they have a review and they go, well, Macken, what do we think of him? <laughs> you know, let's, let's go through his crimes <laughs> and, and they like rate you as a person. And they like, and they're like, we are all agreeing to shun you. And, uh, thinking you're the best and thinking you're the worst, it's still all about you, you know? And so <sighs> trying to like move past that ego thing and and be like okay what is the skillful response here and it's just acknowledging that it happened like trying to be accountable but also obsessing over it can be bad and i've been obsessing over some things that happened in the past and maybe re-traumatizing myself that's a strong word for making a mistake but there are other situations where i've definitely re-traumatized myself i think Especially because being, like, addicted to talking about stuff and being addicted to thinking, it's like, okay, I love to talk and to think. And those things aren't inherently bad and are, a lot of times in your life, great. (laughs) You don't need to, like, demonize everything. But, yeah, maybe sometimes, like, if you're telling this story about your breakup (laughs) to every single person that you see all day, every day, it's like, okay. (laughs) Like, I clearly, like, gotta either, like, talk to a professional Um, like talk about this more skillfully or, you know, like fucking do some journaling or like, you know, or, and this is the hardest part. Oh man, all the lessons have been learned. (laughs) You've fucking sapped all of the, you know, of the lessons out of this. And the only lesson is that is left is that there are no more lessons here, brother. (laughs) And you're wasting your time and you're not helping anyone by obsessing over this and maybe you're just using it as a distraction from walking forward and maybe you're afraid to acknowledge that you're fucking worthy of moving on (laughs) and like that yeah some people are probably like don't like you or some people are like don't want to be your friend (sighs) the fucking people pleaser in me hates that but maybe it's time for that part of me to die you know or get a serious fucking you know does isn't I don't know why I made it that intense <laughs> but yeah no for, yeah maybe it is for time for that little part of me to die or like I I can work on stuff and I can grow and like part of growth is like being uncomfortable and I I think like rather than be a little uncomfortable I decided to like roll the dice <laughs> and what ended up happening was way more discomforting and I created a lot more suffering for myself and so, you know, like sitting with discomfort and just honoring it and just being like, it's here. It is not the only thing that is here. It is not the end of the world. I am more than this. I am worthy. I made a mistake. You know, accountability, responsibility, but also being like, I'm more than that, you know, and I can prove that to myself and I can know, I can take pride in the people that know me (laughs) and the people that love me and like sometimes I feel like I'm almost trying to like you know tell people about all the things I've done (laughs) I'm making it sound like I murdered 10,000 people um uh sometimes I like I'm I've been getting texts recently from people and like there's this weird part of my brain and it is narcissistic to like think that like they're gonna text me and say like Macken <laughs> it's time to tell you that you're a selfish friend and <laughs> I don't want you in my life anymore um and it's like that's such a ridiculous useless anxiety thing you know and so <clears throat> anyways all these thoughts about truth friends and w- when it's skillful and useful to say stuff and when it's skillful and useful to not and when it's time to move like I've been using work as a distraction recently and I'm definitely due for some stillness and I've definitely been like you know, I got a long plane I had to sit and think tomorrow but some, like part of the issue was the sitting and thinking unskillfully you know, so you know, me fucking planning my tour is better than me sitting alone in a room and beating myself up. Maybe not the wokest, most elevated response. <laughs> Maybe it's possible for me to be able to just sit in stillness and be a little bit uncomfortable and also like not have to be doing something productive to prove to myself that I'm not a piece of shit. But, I mean, I've been singing that song for years. <laughs> That's my whole song. And so that is what has come out of this. It's just like, oh, I am a strong person. I've come so far from where I was you know, five years ago, uh, 10 years ago, 13. I mean, yeah, of course I've come a long way. Since I've been 13. Here's fucking hope so. But you know, even since I've just, you know, since I've been 16, since I've been 18, since I've been 20, uh, since I've been, you know, since last week, hopefully growing is good and we're have to allow ourselves to make mistakes to grow and not shame ourselves. And also, just know that just like time spent beating yourself up is like energy wasted that you could be using to help others, um, and that saving yourself is cool—oxygen masks, etc. Because then you're of use to others. Um. So if you want to help anyone, fucking let it go, dude. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, like and subscribe, won't you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm, f- I'm fried, my brain is potatoes and a half, you know, um, but I'm going to Vermont, and guess why I'm going to Vermont, because I'm going to see a frigging girl that I'm dating that is really cool that invited me, so, I'm very excited about that, <laughs> um, and I'm very nervous to admit that on, on a podcast, because, it's going very well <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's more my brand to talk about shit that's not going well <laughs> and so that's part of the practice for me right now is being like oh, I mean like yeah there's a little family drama and I had a little like social drama uh, but you know part of that is like my being self-destructive or whatever you know so it is hard for me to just like not catastrophize sometimes and be like Preparing for the worst at all times and being like, okay, well, yeah, me, like bracing for <laughs> impact at all times, so stressful. Um, because <laughs> I was like talking to my therapist and I was like, you know, ending every sentence with like, and it might end tomorrow, but like I'm still learning and I still, it's all this has still been worth it and it's cool <laughs> as far as just like taking you know forward progress and getting close to somebody and intimate with somebody. Um, and uh, friggin', he was saying like, okay, well, objectively, it sounds like there's no reason to believe that it's going to end anytime soon, but, you know, keep me posted. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, uncertainty is a thing, but also uh, it's okay to like, it's okay <laughs> to, for things just to be going well and just to sit with that. And that is my practice. For this week, friends, oh boy, Nova Darling's going on tour. I don't have the energy to talk about it right now because I'm so fried, but I'll talk to you guys about it soon, and I'll hear from you soon, and I'll keep you posted on on all things uh, heart, mind, and and, uh, rock and roll frickin' forever. Uh, Also, my band got featured on Matt Besser from Empire for Humans. Uh, Best of 2018 uh, list. Uh, he put a song of ours on his list of best songs, and uh, huge for me. He's a hero of mine. I mailed him a CD, and he emailed me back, and uh, just you know, <clears throat> put my put my band on his on his uh, on his list. And it, I really just really look up to him. He has all my favorite bands on his podcast, and uh, you know, you gotta. You got to celebrate the little victories <laughs> and not obsess over the rejections and so i I'm, I'm grateful for so much in my life and uh yeah, it's okay to be okay sometimes, you know learning trying love you I gotta stop talking now <laughs> Have you talk thing forever? Sad happy sad talking, happy sad talking Happy sad talking, happy sad talking I don't know anything, I'm just happy and so-